What is up, everybody? How you living? How you doing? It is time for Sims and Lefko to bet against the spread and to make you money. Loyal podcast listeners, we love you so much. Hope you guys are enjoying our big Wednesday slash Thursday edition. Uh, interview with Von Miller was cool, but now it's time to put our money where our mouths are. We've been spending the last few oh. months talking about these teams, breaking it down, and it's like clockwork. I sit there and I look at the spreads and I get a cold sweat and I go, why am I freaking out if Houston can cover five and a half against Jacksonville? <laughs> I don't know. We're using, just for everybody out there, we're using the odds from Odd Shark that came out on Wednesday. Obviously, they're going to change Caesars Palace. Uh, that's going to be our casino. Caesars? Yeah, Caesars. Okay, all right. You think Julius lives here? I've won a few uh, few dollars in Caesars Palace before. What's your game of choice? Uh, I always did blackjack for the most part. I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm on like an gambler. 0 for 11 blackjack streak. Right? Are you? Yeah, it's bad. Uh, all right, so we're going to start off, first of all, recapping another successful season of betting with Lefko compared <laughs> to betting with Sims. Here is what happened last year. If you look at the record, I beat Sims by one. I Against the spread, I went 129-118-9. Sims went 128, 117, and 9. Uh, Sims, if you bet with him all year, would have made you $65. Cha-ching! Also. If you bet with me all year, you would have made $2,565. Man. Which probably would have just covered the VIG. Can we put that back up one more time, Canvasser? Because let's just look at Lefko real quick. You were talking about a little change. Look at those chubby cheeks, those chubby chin. Man, look at you, what you've done to yourself. Let's tell you. Let me take my ISO. Way to go. Do I look the same? Now get his ISO. Let's get a little ISO. Oh, wow. whoa, Blue Steel. Boom. <laughs> hey, training. It works out. Go to the gym. Apparently, Eat it healthy. actually works. Eat wealthy. That's why we are a beans, not beef podcast. Uh, all right, so we're going to start off Thursday night game. Yep. Apparently, we agree a lot. We, have, we don't know each other's picks or how much we're wagering. Right. We're going to start off with Kansas City, New England. Uh, in terms of a game, let's look at the rankings. Add them up. Offensive rank for the Chiefs, 20. Defensive rank, 24. That's 44. This is their 2016 uh, statistics. The Patriots have combined 12. Number four in offense, number eight in defense. Obviously, things have changed, and the Patriots are favored by nine. Uh, in terms of some betting stuff here before I deliver mine. Yeah, okay. Um, the Patriots went 16-3 and against the spread last year. Whenever I had a doubt betting with my friend Tyler... We bet on the Patriots because they were the most consistent team in the NFL. The Chiefs, in their last six games in Foxborough, are 0 and 6. Right. So, and what's Andy Reid? I believe Andy Reid's 1 and 5 all time against Bill Belichick. I, I think know uh, he lost a Super Bowl. Yeah, he definitely uh, did. And then uh, the other thing is the Super Bowl winners in the Thursday opening night game right. are 12 and 2 straight up. Not against the spread, but 12 and 2. Uh, the last time a Super Bowl champion lost on Thursday Night Football, Gabe, do you know? Because it was your Giants when they lost to the Cowboys. Uh, well, hey, and Gabe, you got to win a Super Bowl to host it, so he wouldn't Damn. know how that feels, Gabe. Don't Damn. you worry. <laughs> All right, so, man, that, that blew up in my face. I wasn't expecting that. I am going to go with the Patriots. I am going to bet. I'm going to go against nine points. I'm putting $400 Whoa, on it. Bad, bad. So this is one of my big bets. Just so everyone knows the rules, we each get $100 to bet on every game. Right. So there's 15 games this week because Tampa Bay and Miami has postponed. So we have $1,500 to bet play with. I am putting 400 nearly a third of my money, on the Patriots. 
I think you have said this. People forget they don't realize that the Kansas City defense wasn't that great. Right. And they relied on interceptions and great special teams play by Tyreek Hill. Yes. Tyreek Hill isn't returning kicks this year. And Steven Nelson just won the IR. Kansas City's defense, if anything, probably got worse than last year. Uh, even though I do like you know Chris Jones when he's turning into, but that's my pick. Yeah, Patriots four hundred dollars. Yeah, not crazy. Um, I, I understand that all the way. The first game scare me to a degree. Okay, we don't know these teams yet. We know the Patriots are the best team in football. We also know that Kansas City's had a lot of time. But yeah, I'm going New England two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Uh, just two hundred. Uh, I, I didn't want to risk too much just because I felt like it was a first game. Maybe there's a few wrinkles that yeah, New England's Belichick not prepared with for. months of time. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't know if that always plays well for him. He's I'll better in week it. five or six mm. when he has accumulated knowledge and film and he's got numbers to break you down, unlike any other coach, to then he gets your flaws. First game scare him. If you watched his press conference yesterday, he said that because you don't know really what teams are going to do. You don't know what wrinkles or curveballs you might get during the game. Uh, so all that, that's why I only went 200. You know, first week of the season is always interesting, too. I, I oh, am, it's I'm so picking hard. on the teams I just think that are better. I don't get into home field advantage as much in the first game of the year. No. Um, no, just because I think the preparation and the time you've had to get ready for it, you're, you're, you're at ease mentally. Oh, I'm going to be on the road week one. Or, yeah. And we've been playing fake crowd noise, and I've been watching this team on film for a month. So I, I do think you're a little more comfortable or a little, maybe a little more likely to win a first game on the road maybe then week 10 or 12. Gotcha. All right, let us move now to the next game, which is Pittsburgh-Cleveland. We are high on Cleveland this year. Mm-hmm. We think they're going to go over the four-and-a-half uh, win total that they're thinking. Uh, the, the Browns last year had the second-to-worst defense in the 30th-ranked offense. Uh, that's 61 on the right, and the Steelers were 7th in offense and 12th in defense last year. That's 29 on the left. For people that weren't watching last year, we do like adding up the offensive and defensive ranks just yeah. to get an idea of how they are as a team. Yeah. The Steelers are favored by 9 points. Um, I am just going to go out there right away and say it. I'm if I think the team's going to win, I'm picking them the and I'm putting $300 on Pittsburgh minus 9, especially when I found out that Miles Garrett might miss a few weeks. I'm not saying Miles Garrett was worth me maybe taking the Browns, but that just guaranteed to me that there wasn't going to be a crazy play where he gets in there, maybe knocks the ball out of Ben. I like the reports I'm hearing that Le'Veon looks really good. Right. I think this defense could actually be a lot better than people think this year. I have a lot of confidence in those guys, so I'm going $300 Pittsburgh minus nine. All right. Um, I'm, I'm not too far off here. I'm going Pittsburgh $200. Leaving it at that, uh, just to play the other angle a little bit. First of all, Miles Garrett is a huge loss. I mean, Miles Garrett's the biggest difference maker on their front seven. Hands down, right away, game one. Yes, he's the best player on their front seven. He's a freak of nature, and he's the best passer. This is a team that was second to last in team sacks last year, so that's an issue, and we know they don't necessarily have shut down corners. My thing is, why I didn't go like crazy, $400, $500, um, Le'Veon Bell just back. Martavis Bryant really just raring into form. Big Ben didn't really play much in the preseason. I know he's Big Ben, but still, there will be some rust to knock off. And I think Cleveland is a team possessed, so that's why I only went 200. Like, I almost went hard on this. I was like, man, Deshaun Kaiser, yes, Pittsburgh Steelers, how is that going to work? Uh, but, again, I think the emotion of the opening game, and I do think Cleveland is a better football team uh, than people realize 
And also, you know, they might be able to control the clock a little bit with their run game to a degree. That's a special offensive line in Cleveland, hoping they can do some stuff. What do you think? Do you think Joe Hayden could get a pick in this game? Um, sure. <sighs> Those kind of predictions you only get right here. I'll be excited Sims. to see Joe, Joe Hayden in general just all together. I mean, Joe Hayden, again, uh, he's not one of the top ten corners in football. I, I know that for sure. But regardless, he's going to help the Pittsburgh Steelers out. And I am just interested to see what he looks like in the uniform. All right, let's move now to Jacksonville-Houston. This is a one of the worst quarterback matchups of the week, but it's not the worst, which is kind of crazy when you look around the NFL. I mean, that, that L.A. Rams-Indy matchup looks really bad. Texans are favored by five over the Jaguars. Their offense was ranked 29th in the NFL last year. Their defense was number one, and they get J.J. Watt back. Jacksonville, 23rd in offense. Their defense was ranked sixth. Uh, just some, a little tidbit. The Jaguars are 1-9 straight up in their last 10 games at 1 o'clock. Jeez. They're also just bad all the time. Yes. I think all of their streaks are going to look really rough. Right. This game was interesting because of the Houston-Hurricane-Harvey dynamic. It's interesting for me because there's two things that I think could happen. One, I've been watching video of these guys all week, cleaning out places and raising money, which we said before yeah. is so much more important than the game. Right. It's also not focusing on a very talented defense at Jacksonville. The other thing, though, that I am thinking is, that place is going to be Nuts. electric. I think about that Saints game against the Falcons when they reopened the stadium and they had something to celebrate and you had that big Steve Gleason block and there was that huge emotional rush. I even looked back how the Saints did in 2005, that same season, Hurricane Katrina. Yep. They run their opening game as well. There's so You're trying to get this kind of out there, uh, mainly – I'm not betting on Blake Bortles all season long. I've learned my lesson. We constantly messed up last year betting on the Jaguars to cover the spread. I think Houston is a much better football team from top to bottom. $40, I'm betting on Houston. Uh, this was one of my, I had $30 extra laying around. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I'm, I'm donating to Houston uh, in addition to the donations that I've actually sent to Houston. What do you like here, Houston well, or Jacksonville? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you as well. I'm not betting, betting on J Blake Bortles or the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I'm only going $10 because I don't necessarily feel that great about Tom Savage and company either. I think Jacksonville's defense is pretty good. I do think with your thought about you know the hurricane and all that, it is very. it could go either way. I am one that thinks it's going to more rally the team and rally the city. The guys in the locker room are going to realize that they're playing for something bigger than ju this, just this game. But either way, this is going to be a defensive struggle, guys. I mean, big time. I don't think that Houston's going to be able to move the ball much on Jacksonville. I think those Jacksonville corners, A.J. Bouye, yeah, the best corner on Houston from last year, and he's on Jacksonville now with Jalen Ramsey. Yep. So that would scare me. They're going to be able to match up, play man-to-man, -man, load the box. Uh, and then, you know, on the other side, yeah, of course I don't expect Blake Bortles to move the ball on the Houston defense. Houston defense was the best defense in football last year, and it wasn't really even close. And like you said, they got J.J. Watt. I know they lost A.J. Bouye, but they still have three other good corners there. That's why they were willing to let him go. 13-10, I'm going. I didn't give my scores for the game. I like to give my scores because yeah. I've already done it. But I'm going 13-10 Houston in that victory. I only bet $10. So you, you think Houston's going to win by three. Right. But you bet on the Jaguars to lose by five. Uh, yeah, wait. What did I do? Let me see. The line was five. 
The line was five, yes. But I just have no faith in it. So, yeah, so, I'm only yeah, putting see, $10, right? Well, we, we learned, I mean, if I, I felt that good, I would have bet big time money. When it yeah, comes I don't to know. betting, pick the team that you think is going to win. Right. They're typically going to cover. It covers like 70%, 80% of the time. All right, this one, though, this one is close to my heart. We yes. are going from 1 o'clock all the way to Monday night. Philadelphia taking on Washington. Washington's third-ranked offense. No, no, we're going the whole week. Uh, so Philly right now is favored by one. This line started off as Washington favored by two and a half. Hmm. And as Mark Cohn once told me, the illustrious man, when Vegas makes a team favored by two and a half, they do not have confidence in them that they're going to win the game. Huh. And it really served me really well last year. Uh, this is always tough for me to pick. Washington has now beaten Philadelphia five games in a row. They're constantly doing the right thing. Just looking at the preseason, though, I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles here, minus one, $10, just because Washington always makes life really hard for the Eagles. I thought about it. Okay, Washington has a really good offensive line. Mm -hmm. They can negate some of that Philadelphia pass rush. But do I really worry about those receivers getting behind the secondary? I don't. Do I think they can out-jump Ronald Darby and yeah. them in the red zone? Sure. But I don't have faith in their running game at all. So you're going to be one-dimensional against Jim Schwartz? Right. Then I thought the other side. Washington. I don't know where they're getting a pass rush this season. I just don't see it. And I think the Eagles' offensive line is a really good offensive line. It is. I definitely. think that I liked Doug Peterson in the first two or three games last year, used all of his really good plays in those games. Right. The Chicago game, he had all these. I think he's going, they're going to go in here. I think Carson Wentz, they're going to win. And I have not liked the look of Washington thus far in the preseason. I think Eagles win. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I don't feel nearly as confident. This game could go either way. I, I, I gave it $25. It's a toss up game. I only gave it $25 because I had who? $15 extra, but I'm picking Philadelphia. Yes, Washington was not impressive in the preseason. I would be concerned about the way they looked up front on both sides of the ball. They really got pushed around by the Green Bay Packers, the Cincinnati Bengals. Baltimore in preseason game number one simply annihilated them. Uh, yes, but I do worry, and that's why I only go $25. Listen, Terrell Pryor can run by anybody in your secondary. So that really? was scary. Yes, Terrell Pryor not is better Ronald than Darby. Deshaun Jackson, and he's better than Pierre Garçon. I don't think people have realized that yet. Pierre Garçon son is way up there in age. So is Deshaun Jackson. Terrell Pryor is like about Talk to hit the shit. prime superstar receiver category. The big thing for the Redskins too is, yeah, there's no run game. Josh Doxson, we haven't seen anything from him to this point. But Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the offensive line, and I'm really just going on Jim Schwartz and a creative offensive game plan that I think can win the game in general. And uh, let's admit this. Yeah. Losing Sean McVay was huge. Definitely. Huge. I mean, we've talked about it in the podcast. Jay Gruden is back to calling plays. So Rod, That's a distraction. It's a distraction, and, you know, even for a play caller, it's been two, two, three years. It's been three years since he's called plays, really, when he was in Cincinnati. I know he did it a little bit when he got to Washington. So there'll be some time for him breaking back into the mold and figuring out what he likes in certain situations. The other thing that I'm realizing about this week is there's a lot of matchups between two teams that we are both high on. Yeah. And that's what makes it weird it makes to it bet. hard. This next game 24-20 Eagles, by the way. 24-20 Eagles. That's what I'm saying, yes. I love that. Yeah. Fly. Yeah. Eagles. Fly. Fly. 
This game, Arizona-Detroit. Yes. I like both of these teams. The game is in Detroit. Arizona is favored by one. Right. Uh, the line started off, listen to this, the line started off as Detroit favored by, guess what at home, Chris? Two and a half? Two and a half. So just like the Redskins. So the line has moved to Arizona. Yes. Uh, I have some little tidbits here. In the last seven games against the Cardinals, the Lions are 1-6 against the spread and 0-7 straight up. Hmm. So the Cardinals have beaten them seven times. Now listen, that goes to a lot of coaching yes, and staffs, right. and it's, it goes over history. Yep. Carson Palmer, though, is 4-1 against the Lions. Right. I wanted to see how Carson Palmer did against the Terrell Austin-led Lions team. It was two years ago, and he put up like three or four touchdowns and a few hundred yards. So yeah. he was able to have success with that team. It was also when they were clicking a lot more, though. I actually took Arizona here, yeah, and I put $10 on Arizona, even though it's in Detroit, and I do like the Detroit Lions, and I like when it's a home dog. Yeah. Anytime I can get a, a home team that's an underdog. But I'm taking Arizona here because I think the Lions' defensive line is beat up right now. I think their linebackers are not where they need to be. I think their secondary has some holes, yep. and then they're missing their left tackle. Greg Robinson's playing. Yep. I think this will be a different Detroit Lions team in Week Six and Seven when Taylor Decker gets back, right. when they can really run the ball. And I look at Arizona, and they're one of my sleeping giant teams. Yeah. I think their offensive line is good. I think their defense, even though Deion Buchanan's going to miss this game, is going to be super electric because Matthew looks healthy and after what you said about Hassan Reddick yeah. yesterday I feel really confident sure and I just think that they've they've brought Carson along the right way and Bruce Arians went through a week one disappointment last year I don't think it'll happen again I like Arizona even though I'm only betting ten dollars uh yeah I, I'm with you I'm betting Arizona 25 uh plain and simple this is all you gotta do first of all I think Arizona's gonna win the game 27 21 that's my my score when I had yeah, to just start the with games. that I, yeah idea. I'll do that and the other thing let's just break it down simple right okay here's Detroit let's evaluate Detroit what's elite about Detroit's football team Matt Stafford and then please name me something else what else is elite that's it. That's really all there is to stand by. There's no great pass rushers. The D tackles, we like them. I don't think I'm going to put them in the elite category. Offensive line, good. Not going to put it in the elite category. But when you have nothing that stands out like that, that does scare me to a degree. Drew I, Roden says you right. just gave all these great reasons why the Lions are weak, and you, I bet 10 and you bet 25. Yeah. I, I don't feel necessary. Well, what, 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 what's I'm just telling you, it's a scary bet. I wouldn't bet this. Exactly. You I have, feel the thing that you guys need to realize is the we're games breaking that we're, the game down. Yeah, the games then, that we're really confident in. That's the one where you put a lot of money right. on. But if could you not see Matt Stafford throwing two touchdowns in the fourth quarter and ruining this line? Yes, of certainly. Course. Yes, of course. That's why but, I'm betting twenty five dollars. This is the reason why we're picking Arizona to win. Right. And that's yeah. Yeah, I just think Arizona. First of all, they've had offensive line issues the last few years in the preseason. They didn't have them this year. Uh, David Johnson is definitely one of the three best running backs in football. Carson Palmer's looked good. You Patrick talked about Peterson. the defense, right? The defense with Buda Baker added to it now, and and really Chandler Jones and Marcus Golden on the edge are legit pass rushers too. So. Uh, I just think Arizona and the way Bruce Arians has dedicated himself to losing weight, calling everybody out all preseason, yes. one of those teams that are kind of on a mission, I think, to get back in the mix here. That's why I'm going with Arizona. But certainly scary because Matthew Stafford, for my money, is the third best quarterback in football, and he could sling it around and, like you said, put up 21 in the last five yeah. minutes of the game. And he is better than Carson Palmer. Yes, he is. I made a list, and I went, right. I went quarterback, coach, O-line, D-line, defense. Yes. And when I checked them all off, 
Detroit got quarterback, but that was the only one they got. Right. Every other thing there, I liked Arizona a lot I more. think so, too. I think All you're right. on. As you guys are seeing, uh, my mom just Facebooked it. What mom, up, Sharon? Mama's in the house. Welcome Sharon, back. Sharon. Sharon, we should, you missed your boys and what he looks like now compared to the old days. Yeah. He's in shape. He's svelte. He's sexy, Jewish hunk of man now, Sharon. That was, told my mom, <laughs> and you called me a sexy Jewish hunk of man. All right. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Sharon. All right. Uh, we are apparently, we've been agreeing on everything so far. Yes. But we've agreed on these next four games, too, but they're such crap games that we don't want to talk about them. Okay, so we put good. them on one uh, thing here. Wait, we both? Okay, so we bet... $10 that Cincinnati would cover the three versus Baltimore. Yes. We bet $10 that Tennessee would, would cover the one and a half against Oakland. And we both bet $10 on the Rams uh, covering the three and a half against Indy with Tolzien. And the Jets, we both bet $100 that the Jets would, would take the points eight and a half and cover the spread against Buffalo. Let's start with that one. Leave this up there for a second. Uh, leave the, go back to that graphic for a second, first of all, just so we could talk about it. I mean, the Jets, first of all, it's desperation. Todd Bowles is coaching for his life, so they're going to be ready to go, get off to a good start. When Josh McCown was in there as a starting quarterback this preseason, they moved the ball. Now, they're not going to blow people's do- doors off, but who in the hell thinks that Tyrod Taylor and the Rick Dennison Buffalo Bills offense is going to beat the Jets' defense is legit. I, I, people are sleeping Even without it. Sheldon. Yeah, even without Sheldon. There's still Leonard Wilk and Muhammad Wilkerson and Buster Screen and Duran Lee and there's plenty of yes. good players and uh, the first pick of the draft I mean the sixth you know sixth pick of the draft Jamal Adams so I like the Jets there Cincinnati Baltimore I'm taking Cincinnati just because it's, it's Joe Flacco's first game back Tennessee Oakland if Tennessee wants to be a playoff team this is the game you have to win I'm sorry this is the games I need to see you win to further along that conversation and then the Chargers and Colts I mean you know, and the, Rams the Rams and the Colts, and Colts. sorry. Who really cares? But uh, I didn't. I, I'm I taking the bet Rams. on that game ever. That even though Aaron Donald is out, I would still bet on an Aaron Donald less team than an Andrew Luck less Colts team I who agree. cannot win without them. Yes. The Cincinnati Baltimore one. Baltimore hasn't won in Cincinnati in like five to seven years. They've lost five out of their last six. Six out of their last eight, I believe. And Baltimore has been so bad on the road the last two, three years. Yeah. When you really look back, all of their wins are at home. Right. Also, you're going to see this probably later with the Carolina. I don't have faith betting in quarterbacks that I haven't seen play in a few months. I, I agree. So, And I think people really sleep on Andy Dalton, but you talk about explosive people. Yeah. Andy Dalton's a good quarterback. A.J. Green. Yeah. All of their running backs are scary. No doubt. Like, I know that other people like Eifert's that talk back. crap. Eifert's back. Right. They have good corners that can match up with what receivers from Baltimore. I know you like Baltimore. I think they're yeah. going to be a very good team, but not right now. No. Uh, and then, remember, the, the Bengals came out strong last year and upset the Jets in New York. Um, but then the, the other one was Tennessee-Oakland. Yes. Tennessee is built to push people. Oakland is built to get pushed defensively. Yes, they are. I have really big concerns about their defense, and I look at Mariota and I go, man, just execute the offense. You have a bunch of wide receivers there. Yeah, right? Uh, But you have the running backs in DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry. Now... Do you? My question for you is: Derek Carr against that Tennessee defense, yeah. can he put up so much points that Mariota can't keep up? I I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think you, you're spot on. Like, I mean, Tennessee should be able to run the ball. You should be able to throw the ball on the the Oakland Raiders. Oakland has done nothing in the preseason or last year to make me think, oh, they fixed their defensive issues. Um, 
But that is the scary thing, and that's why you go $10 in that game, because Derek Carr... Either team could win this. Yeah, and Derek Carr is... he. Oh, you want to get in a shootout? You want to get in a track meet down the field, up and down? He's going to be like, sure, I love to sling the ball around to Omari Cooper and Crabtree yeah, and And they Walford. only have one Logan Ryan yes. and a whole lot of question marks in that And secondary. they have still, let's not forget, maybe the best pass protection in all of football the last few years. Yeah. So uh, that's where I look at like Dick LeBeau and the Titans and the defensive coordinator and go, well, some of those pressures might not get the better. There's too many question marks in that game for me altogether. Yeah, I would not bet my actual money on this because it's too yes. it's too even. Right. Uh, for me, it just came down to I think the Titans are going to be able to push the Raiders' defense, and I think the Titans will eventually come up with a stop. Yeah. I have too much faith in Jarrell Casey sure. and that linebacking core yep. and some of the uh, Dory Jackson coming in, and, and he Logan can run Ryan. with anybody. Yep. Um, and then I also think, I'm going to say that right now, I believe the Raiders' backfield is going to be an issue this year. Hmm. I don't think Marshawn Lynch is going to be nearly what anybody thinks he's going to be this year. I think he'll be okay. And then Jalen Richard and DeAndre Washington are really good players, but I just I don't think they have that strong running back. Yeah. I think a lot's going to be on how the beast looks. Beast mode is, yeah, we need him to be that power back if you're a Raiders fan, uh, and it's only going to make the Jalen Richards and the DeAndre Washingtons better. So just to recap those four games, we took Cincinnati over Baltimore, we took Tennessee over Oakland, we took the Rams over Indy, and then what was the fourth game? The Jets over the Bills. Yep. Just eight and a half is crazy. Right. I got, and the yeah. only guy that I need to worry about on Buffalo is LaShawn McCoy, and he missed practice yesterday because of a stomach flu. Uh, so I picked the, the Jets guy. to win straight out. I mean, I really did. I picked the Jets to win straight up in yeah, my pool. 20 to 17. So. Man. Yep. All right, let's move on next to Atlanta, Chicago, which uh, this one is interesting. I went back and forth with this all day. Uh, last year, the Falcons were second on offense, 25th on defense. This year, those might be flipped. Uh, the Bears, 15th on offense, 15th on defense. The line is Atlanta by seven. I truly did waffle back and forth on this one for a long time, and it came down to this. I think that Mike Glennon's going to have a really hard time moving the ball against this Falcons defense, which mm-hmm. I think is going to be fast. And I think that I went, oh, yeah, Don Terry Poe. I don't know if Jordan Howard's going to have a ton of running lanes right. against them. And then I thought, you know what? I think Chicago's defense is going to do really well against Atlanta. Sure. But I think they're going to break through more. And there was one name I saw on Chicago's defense that I immediately, when I saw it, bet on Atlanta. Do right. you know who it is? No. Their safety. Right. Quentin Demps. Yeah, I know. You love Quentin Demps. You want to bet against a team? Find Quentin Dems because he's going to let something up deep. I am going with Maybe Atlanta. Maybe there's just something wrong with your Eagles, and the, because he there's sucked. a few other. You, know, you thought Nate Allen stinks. I mean, every season. Maybe it was the problem with your team. I'm just sorry. All right, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm betting only ten dollars because I truly don't know where to go. Like I really did. I could see Chicago winning this game. Yeah. I just think Atlanta will find a way. They have more stars than Chicago, and I don't think Chicago has enough receivers for Dow to take advantage of the big play. That is certainly a scary proposition. I think this is a defensive struggle, but I'm going Chicago, Chicago. $200. $200. Yes, sir, I am. Uh, first wow. of all, well, the line's plus seven. 
I haven't seen Atlanta open up a running lane in the preseason, okay? This wasn't a good offensive line to begin with. It's funny because last was, year people said it was a good offensive well, line. Well, it was good because it started kicking butt because everywhere Kyle Shanahan has gone, if he put you and me on the offensive line, they might be able to get 100 yards in a game. Okay. It's, he's a genius as far as that is concerned, Kyle Shanahan. And again, I've said it a million times, and I'll say it one more time, he was the best weapon on their football team. I, I mean, your point about the Atlanta defense, it is legit. The reason I'm going with I'm going with the Chicago Bears. I actually picked Chicago. Though this is like my upset of the week. I picked them to win the game, 20 to 17. They're going to make sure the grass is nice and long. They're going to slow down Atlanta. Yeah. Chicago's offensive line. Let's not it's forget. It's very legit. It is very legit. It is the second leading rusher in football last year. I just don't year. think they have the throwing threat to, to get you that's not where, out of the box. That's where I am just going to go with Dowell. Dowell's extremely creative. He impressed me last year. I mean, he moved the ball with Mac Barkley and Hoyer, and he did he did a good job. Yeah, I looked at the end of the year, though. They so, weren't put up as many points no, as we well, thought No, well, Barkley started to fall apart, and yeah. I mean, Barkley really is a third-string quarterback, so that's tough to do. But I like up front, when you just break down the Bears – they should be able to push around the Atlanta offensive line. And I'm really – this is the matchup I look at. Plan is simple. I'm taking Vic Fangio over Steve Sarkeesian, okay? And I'm just taking Dow Logans and the fact that he's had a lot of time to look at this Atlanta defense and come up with a good game plan. I think one thing that I would – I'm not an over-under better. I, yeah. I'd rather just pick games. I don't find over-unders fun stressing about points. Right. But I do think there's a few storylines from last year that people are carrying over that if you really bet, you could take advantage of. And I think one of them early in the seasons is Atlanta Falcons over-unders. Hmm. I think that there's been a huge shift where they're going to – they hit the over, Atlanta did, uh, in their last nine games right. going to last season. So betters love it. I think their offense is going to take a huge – step back and I think their defense is going to take a huge step up. I think those point totals are going to fly down. Yeah. Right now the over-under for this game is 48. Oof. And you have a total of 37. Yes, I that, don't see that. That's a huge gap right there. Yes. So I think that in these first few weeks I've just realized with betting, take advantage of I saw, I see Atlanta guys going so high in fantasy drafts and the whole thing I'm going... They're not going to score as much. No, they're, they're just not, not going to score no. as much. Everyone's looking at the first drive of preseason game number two and preseason and one and two, and they're going, huh, we're okay. But when it got real in preseason game number three, uh, who did they play in preseason game number three? Can you look it up uh, yeah. real quick? I'm sorry to be annoying. I can look it up too. I just, just keep talking. But regardless, the preseason game three was – I watched every Atlanta game snap for snap because my brother was down there and got to play as the second and third Jaguars. quarterback. The Jaguars. Was no, that the it was pre- the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Thank you. The Cardinals went into Atlanta and whooped uh, the Falcons. Matty Ice threw an interception in the first drive. Matt Schaub got in the next drive. Sack fumble. So those things concern me. It's like we said with Arizona. Last year we saw offensive line issues all preseason. Yeah. And we kept going, oh, they'll fix it. They'll fix it. No, sometimes it just doesn't get fixed. It's one of those years where things aren't working quite the way they should. So that's what scares me. According to my awesome website, Vegas Insider, that I love to use to monitor how lines change, 67% of the money is going on the under right now. So people are intelligently picking this. 86% of all the money is going on the Falcons. I think you have a good read here right now on the Bears. I just... 
I get it. That's scary. Mike Glennon's scary. I think if this offensive and coordinator Cameron for Meredith. Atlanta is going to have some play, Cameron Meredith is hurt. Yeah, I know. I'm saying that hurts. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what but I'm, I'm saying. saying Atlanta's offensive coordinator, he's going to use all of his best plays in this game. Probably. I don't know if he's going to have enough for the whole season, <laughs> yes, but right. he'll have enough for this game uh-huh. so that people can go, where's Kyle? He's game planning for this game so hard. There's no doubt about that. This is a trend that I've seen now between you and me that yeah. continu- continuously happens. The one o'clocks, we bet a lot of $10. Yeah. Now, we did bet some good money on New England, Kansas City, and Pittsburgh, Cleveland. But it's once we get to the primetime games where I look at these lines and I go, these don't make any sense Uh to me. And this is where I put most of my money. So here is where comes the mother load. And we start with arguably the game of the week, Seattle at Green Bay. Yep. Start off, let's look at the rankings. Seattle, 12th in offense, 5th in defense last year. Green Bay, 8th in offense, 22nd in defense. That's 17 for the Seahawks. That's 30 for the Packers. And I have right here that the Packers are favored by 3. 3. I'm looking. I just want to see what this line was originally. Um... It started off as, oh, it's always stayed at three. Most of the money thus far is going on Seattle. I'm torn. Yeah. Because when you look at the streaks in this matchup, which I'm going to say after you make your pick, Seattle hasn't won in Green Bay in years. Not only that, they get their ass kicked. Remember, two or three years ago, they went to Green Bay, and we were like, oh, Seattle's going to win this game, and Aaron Rodgers had a field day. Wasn't that last year? I think it was last year, early in the year. And then two years ago, Seattle beat the crap out of Green Bay. So right. kind of whoever's at home right, wins this game. I just look at this team, and Seattle was my go-to-the-Super-Bowl pick for the NFC. Right. I think Russell Wilson looks amazing. I, I am a little bit concerned about their O-line, but I'm not concerned about anyone in the Packers taking advantage of that. I think Kenny Clark and Mike Daniels are really good players. But other than that, I don't see it. I'm going Seattle here. I'm taking the three points. I'm betting $50. I'm confident. I just don't feel confident always betting against the greatest quarterback of all time, Aaron Rodgers. The greatest quarterback of all time. So <laughs> You're right. It was two years ago when, when Aaron Rodgers put on that show yeah, at home against ass. Seattle. Yes. Yeah. But I, I look at this team and I go, I love the Seattle defense right now. Mm-hmm. I think this Green Bay offensive line has a lot of new pieces starting off. I just think Seattle's the better team. I would pick them to win straight up. I like this game. All right. You want kahunas? I got kahunas. Seattle. Cha-ching. Yes, first of all, you know what I'm saying? You know Aaron, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback ever, okay? You know that. <laughs> I love him. Russell Wilson has been amazing in the preseason. I think that they've made their offensive line better. Do I think it's a 2013 Seattle Seahawks offensive line? No, but it's good enough. Best weapons around Russell Wilson in, in his playing career and I just look at that and go, okay, yeah, there's no beast mode, whatever else. But I do think they're going to be able to run the ball effectively enough. Wilson's going to be impossible to contain. And the defense. We know the defense is going to be good. Uh, and I think they're going to be a little bit pissed off about the way Aaron Rodgers kind of made plays on them to begin with two years ago. Frank Clark, Cliff Averill, both had 10-plus sacks last year. Oh, yeah, and they just added Sheldon Richardson, who's one of the best defensive linemen in all of football. He's certainly up in that top 10, top 15 conversation to go along with Michael Bennett, who might be one of the two or three best D linemen in football. So, yeah, I am going with the Seattle Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are on a mission. 
And and I just want to say that the last two years, you and I, and I, I mean, especially, did not think Seattle was a legit Super Bowl contender. This year, I think they are. It's so funny. The public was so high on Seattle, and we were like, they're not that good, and they constantly were not beating the spreads, yes. which shows you that they weren't that right. good. And this year, we're like, the Seahawks are Super Bowl contenders, and everybody's like, yeah, no, they've been it for the last five years. No. They really haven't. No. Little stat on this. Seattle is 0-5 in their last three games in Green Bay. Yep. They're 0-4-1 against the spread. They just haven't had a lot of success there. I just feel really different about this team. I do, too. And also, you know what I thought about? Green Bay versus Jacksonville last year, game one. Yeah. They came out flat. They came out They had tired. to rely on number 12 to make a member like jumping with a guy on his back throwing 30-yard touchdown passes. You're exactly right. Seattle wins 28-24. That's what I'm nice. saying. Nice. Uh, we also have somebody in the comments section right now. What up, William, comments? William comments says, Rodgers is overrated. Ah, that's negative, Ghost Right, Aaron Rodgers, tell me what is overrated about him. He's the greatest thrower ever in the planet, in the history of football. He's only he's the second best athlete at the quarterback position in football, only behind Russell Wilson. He's the second best runner in the game right now. Period. And his offense stinks. He's has no running back. It's a team sport. He needs some help. You know, like I always say, if he was on the New England Patriots, they'd be seven and zero in Super Bowls, not five and two. Man, I missed comment sections. Richard Maurice Sylvia says, "Sims, unbutton your top button, you effing dork." Nope. Uh, show your face right here at sixteen thirty three Broadway and say that to my face, you piece of what? Ooh, <laughs> nice. You handled that really well. Uh, I. Caleb Penny says, heavy I hate Rodgers, but I would never say heavy hitters. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, let's continue. This is my upset of the week. It is Carolina at San Francisco. Carolina uh, had an off year last year with everything going on. San Francisco was easily one of the worst teams in the NFL. They were 31st in offense, 32nd in defense, and the line is Carolina by 5.5. It started off at Carolina by 4, and a lot of money is going to Carolina. Here is where I am actually picking the 49ers outright. The fighting Kyle Shanahan's. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan is our is favorite best. coach in the NFL. <laughs> okay, not that's the best. Going. He's not the best coach okay. in the NFL. By the way, by the way, I see my friend Neil is watching right now, right. and we're in a pick league together where my name is the Pickmaster, and he's stealing my picks right now. Uh, or he's cheater. like, I'm going to hedge and go Carolina here. Don't worry, Neil. Lefko steals my picks. I did not touch any of these. I, know, if you, I don't know what you did on this one. Five and a half, I am... I am taking San Francisco and the points. I'm putting $100 on it. Here's the reason. I have a number of reasons here. One, I looked up. When a team travels 2,000 or more miles as a road team, their percentage of winning goes down by 4%, Mm. which is in a notable percentage. It goes from 43% to 39%. Okay. Because the home team is typically a 57% favorite. Right. Number two. Cam Newton got shoulder surgery. He has thrown two passes this preseason in a game. Both of them didn't even travel five yards. Yeah. Number three, the Carolina Panthers secondary is not that good. Right. And if the one thing I know that San Francisco is going to take advantage of with this Shanahan offense is play action, roll out, across the middle, Marquise Goodwin bomb. Right. 
Uh, I think Carolina is going to come into this game super, super cocky. I think that Kyle Shanahan, this team, I think the defense is going to be a lot better. I think the D-line with Solomon Thomas and all those guys, Reuben Foster, Rashad Robinson in the back. I look at this offense and I go, Carlos Hyde fits this system better, better than any other system they've yeah. had. Yeah. I think Pierre Garcon is about to punch people in the face because yeah. that's who he is. And I think that Brian Hoyer doesn't lose games. Also, I haven't seen Luke Keekley yet. And that hole that really scared the crap out of me. He's yeah. crying on the field. Yeah. And and I just I looked at Carolina. I haven't liked what they looked like in this preseason. I think and San Francisco, they've won their their last two openers with Tom Sula as a coach and Chip Kelly. <laughs> We're gonna do it with Shanahan. I'm taking the Niners to win outright. I will see your 100, and I will raise it to wow. 100 more. The better the week for Sims. Yeah, baby. You're betting $300 on the Niners, so this is one of Sims and Lefko's big bets. Bets of the week. Boo-bye-ya. We need to come up with a name for it. It should be like Bet Supreme. Or Supreme. Yeah, Betting Supreme. This is our betting best. with your best friend named Kyle Shanahan by Chris Sims. <laughs> this could also be really dangerous. <laughs> I know. I don't. I haven't talked to Kyle this whole week, and it's for reasons like this sometimes because I don't even want to know what he has to say. I can just speak freely and not worry about him going, wait, dude, you shouldn't have said that. I told you not to say that. Uh, You hit a lot of the great reasons. Uh, First of all, the San Francisco 49ers could run the football last year, and I would expect they continue to do that this year under Kyle Shanahan. You made the point about if there's one thing Kyle Shanahan can do is throw the ball deep yep. down the field. He's consistently done that throughout his career, and you're right. There's no shutdown corner in the Carolina Panthers, and the thing that scares me even more about that is Carolina is the kind of defense that only plays like two or three schemes. And when a great offensive coordinator like Kyle Shanahan knows the defenses you're going to line up in certain situations, that's where it gets scary. Now, I understand Cam Newton's out there. He is Superman for my, for my money. I mean, he's the man. But two throws does scare me. I don't care who you are. Even Superman's going to be a little rusty. And I do think the 49ers' defense is a little better than people realize. They've looked really impressive this I mean, the front seven, let's just – Navarro yes. Bowman and Reuben Foster are the two middle linebackers. And then they have three first-round picks up front. Now, I know, like, Armstead and DeForest Buckner are not, like, world beaters, but they're some big MFers, let me just tell you. They're huge. Yes, and then with Solomon Thomas. And the Panthers have two Khalils on their offensive line. So, yes, there's a lot of things that scare me. And, uh, you know, the last time Carolina was in that stadium, we were there, and it didn't go so well. Bad I'm not going to go based off of Super Bowl two Bad years ago. memories. Uh, Peter Chu says Kyle has faced the Panthers four times in the last two years. He knows that defense no well. And it's without McDermott. It's got, they've taken a step back in the defensive yes. coordinator. And look, man, you want to talk about coaches with time. There's a reason we're so high on Kyle Shanahan. He's his home opener. Right? He wants to impress the crowds. He, he's going to want to impress the home, the, the San Francisco he's gonna area. It, he's going to call it trick play. So, it? I mean, I don't know, but he's going to come out yeah. aggressive. I know that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that, uh, I can't believe. I took that and I went, I went, Sims will probably take this too. Like I, I like I the, all the other ones. I thought maybe you would have taken Oakland. I thought uh, maybe you would have taken. Ba- I thought you were going to take Baltimore for sure. Yeah, I love Baltimore. It's just the Flacco thing scares me in general. And Cincinnati's one of the few teams of football that's just not physically intimidated by Baltimore. Is there any part of you that wants Kyle to win this game against the guy that took your spleen? 
Thomas Davis. <laughs> it's no. your best friend versus the dude that took <laughs> yeah. your spleen. The, the, the friend versus spleen stealer. No, I uh, I could care less. You know that Tom Thomas Davis is a hell of a player, and he certainly didn't mean to rip my spleen out. I Street feel the Fighter same style. way about Detroit that I feel about Hadouken. Carolina. I think Carolina and Detroit are very similar. I think by week six, week seven, they'll have this ball rolling. Yep. But I think early on, I just I'm not trusting Cam yet. I get I'm you. Just not. All right, now let's go to. The New York football giants at Dallas. Zeke is playing. Odell might not. That's where we stand currently on this Thursday afternoon. Uh, The ranks. Dallas was 5th in offense last year, 14th in defense. That's 19. Giants were 25th in offense last year, 10th in defense. That is 35. This this is like this is my reason to like I just want to not say pay this. attention to total yards. Well, and the offense the offense stinks. Like again, this is the Giants offense. The Giants stinks. offense stinks. It's like it's, Green Bay. It's the same guy with our comment right there. You go, oh, Aaron Rodgers is overrated. No, Aaron Rodgers is running that same crappy offense Eli Manning's doing, but he's like winning the game by himself. That's what's amazing about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so here's, sorry. If we watch the Giants-Cowboys game, when I watch it on Sunday, if they're running 21 personnel, is that it? Yes. Was it Two 11 backs, or one 20? tight end? Oh, you're talking 11. 11. 11. The Giants. So if, the, if you go and see the Giants with three wide receivers, one tight end, and one running back, they ran that, what, like 92% of the time? Maybe 98% of the time Yeah, I think it was like 97 If Ben McAdoo doesn't change it up, here's how I went through this game. Odell might not play. Oh, man, I'm definitely not betting on the Giants. Zeke could play. Yeah, but he kind of looked fat in the preseason. Just being <laughs> honest. Just telling you what I saw. Yeah. I saw a little bulge in his stomach. There's a reason. There's another reason other than he's been banned from wearing the crop top. It's because he's got a gut now where it used to be. <laughs> the other thing, though, is stop sleeping on the Giants' defense. Mm-hmm. I picked up up in the last round of every fantasy draft, and I'm going, do you guys not see Olivier Vernon, JPP? Uh, Snacks Harrison. Snacks Harrison. Landon, Landon Collins. Collins. They have four good cornerbacks. Right. Their linebackers are solid. They're yeah. not. They're not names. I'm going two hundred dollars on the Giants because I think they're going to win this game straight out. The Giants swept Dallas last year. Even when Zeke was in peak prime condition, yeah. they couldn't score against the Giants' defense. I think that they they're really good at containing Dak. Yeah. And Dez is not getting by them. Cole Beasley is not getting by them. Jason Witten. Might not get by the offensive line. He's so slow. Uh, I just I look at the Giants and I go, I think Odell's going to play. Yeah, I really do. But I like the Giants to win this game straight out. Two hundred dollars. If he's not a hundred percent, I hope he doesn't play because for yeah, what we, he's yeah. worth, you know, my take on that. He he deserves more than one point eight million as the best offensive weapon in football, other than Brady and Rodgers. Okay, but go big blue. Go big blue. I didn't go as strong as you. I went $100, but I do think the Giants. You're betting the Giants too. I am, yeah. Damn. I, 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 again, you hit on all the, the, the proper points there. The Giants are one of the few defensive lines in all of football that can just physically say, okay, Dallas Cowboys, bring it. They're not going to get any worse than a stalemate, and that's what they did. Zeke in the two games last year, 44 rushes, 158 yards total. So that doesn't it's bode a well over either. Three yards a carry, right? So, so that's nothing great. And then I do take into account off-season distractions and the fact that we've been talking. The only thing you've heard about Dallas is Ezekiel Elliott and off-the-field court cases and things like that. I don't care who you are. That is a little bit of an issue. Uh, 
I do. I expect the Giants to win the game 27-24. Brent Howard comments, Zeke is going to be running mad. Caleb writes, Zeke is going to be possessed. You're, you have the opposite take, that Zeke is going to be distracted. I, I, I do. He's I don't, been flying up and back to New York the last few weeks. Well, yeah, and, you, and, and he might be possessed, but I don't think Zeke is hitting quite on all cylinders quite yet. And like you said, too, the, the preseason game number three where he got in there and got a few reps, he did. He looked a hair slow, a hair chunky. I'm not going to say he was fat because he just gets – I mean, he's the kind of guy who sits around. He oh, puts yeah. on like 10 pounds of muscle, uh, but it makes him a little slower. Regardless, he is going to be possessed. He's going to want to knock some people's heads off. But this defense is for real. Landon Collins is the best safety in football, and I think you could argue that out of the trio of corners that the Giants might have one of the best trios in, in they football just got at the Ross corner Cockrell position. In a right, and I mean, they got DRC, Janoris Jenkins, and Eli Apple, who was a top 10 pick. Uh, so Dane Zabel just asked, did you guys disagree on anything? Uh, thus far, the only game we've disagreed on is Chicago-Atlanta. Oh, I took Atlanta, right. you took Chicago, right. which, you know how this always happens. We've had some money dis- differences. We've but had money differences, but we've really picked the same teams. This which, is what happens when you hang out with a guy three days a week and talk football for five hours a day. Our thoughts are somewhat similar. That's why you're Dane. my work wife, man. Hey, man. Thanks, work wife. Yeah, make your bet. Can okay. you go? Uh, <laughs> Let's go to Monday Night Football. Give me another cup of coffee. New Orleans. I don't do that shit. <laughs> You're my work New wife. New Orleans. Yeah, but <laughs> should I do that stuff? <laughs> New Orleans at yes. Minnesota. New Orleans had the number one offense and the 27th ranked defense. The Vikings had the 28th ranked offense and the third ranked defense. Next week, I'm going to have a lot more of these like weird stats and trends stuff for you guys. The line right now is Vikings- Favored by three and a half. It's in Vegas. It's actually down to three right now, but we're going based off of three. Um, I went big. You went big, huh? I went big. I went two hundred dollars on New Orleans. Okay. Um, it's more than a field goal. Yeah. And it came down to this. I think the Saints' defense is going to stop the Vikings' offense plenty of times. Mm-hmm. I think the Vikings will stop New Orleans. Times, times as well, right. but not that many. Right. And if Sam Bradford gets into a hole, get out of here. Yeah. It's inside, right? inside for Drew Brees. That's a good thing. Cal me up, and I think the Saints, you, look, this is your team, so yeah. I'm going to let you wax more poetic about no, but it. but you're getting it right. But they are so underrated right now. I love the Vikings a lot, yeah. but the thing I love about the Vikings is what I don't love when you're playing the Saints, and it's because of this. The Vikings, if they're facing a team that wants to, if they, they would be great against the Titans. You want to run against them, yeah. the Vikings are huge. Right. Everybody is 320, their linebackers are huge, their court, Xavier Rhodes is huge. Yeah. But you're t- Drew Brees, three seconds, pick you guys yeah, apart. Yeah, they're not going to get in that kind of fight no. with them. Right. Now, Anthony Barr and Eric Kendricks can move, yes. but I think that the Saints' offense is built to beat a Mike Zimmer defense. Yeah, I, I, I agree with a lot of those thoughts. Yes, the New Orleans Saints, I am going there as well. I didn't go quite as strong. I only went 100. I wanted, the one thing that held me back from going real strong like you, the 200, is just the fact that Willie Sneed is suspended for the first three uh, games. Yeah, because their offensive core, their wide receivers are a little weak. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, Willie Sneed's the reason they got rid of Brandon Cooks. They were willing to get away with it because they thought, wow, we got him and Michael Thomas. That's a Damn. pretty good two. And Xavier Rhodes can match up with Michael Thomas So easily. that does scare me. But regardless, it's Sean Payton. The, the Vikings defense has not looked particularly awesome in the preseason. Let up a few too many big plays against the 49ers, the Seahawks. Again, a trend that I just was a little scared 
scared of. And yes, I have the New Orleans Saints winning the NFC South this year. Uh, Sheldon Rankins is a beast in the in the middle of that defense. Cameron Jordan is the best defensive lineman nobody talks about in football. Um, linebacking core is good, and the secondary is what I really like. The secondary is young and fast, and they're deep, and they got a lot of moving parts. So yes, I went with the Saints. I think I picked them to win 31-28 overall. It's probably a little too high scoring now as I'm thinking about it. But, Christian Stringer yes. says, and this is kind of a fantasy question, just going to be honest, guys. Like Matt Camp is the fantasy guy. I drafted my team based off of Matt Camp's rankings. So when he comes on with Nelson, listen to him. Yep. You can t- glean information away from our information, but we're not great at fantasy. I'm just going to tell you straight up. But he did say, who do you think gets Willie Sneed's touches? Just looking at that team. Oof. Do you think he goes to the running backs? I really, that's where I would say. That was my first thought. You're exactly right. I mean, when I thought about it, I said, you know what, Sean Payton, he's got he's got Ingram. Adrian Peterson's going to run the ball. He's not going to be a huge part of the pass game. But Alvin Kamara is a guy that I will continue to beat the drum for and say, watch out for him uh, in the pass game. He was phenomenal in college in the pass game. I know he's been very impressive all preseason. And really, I think he's going to get the workman's share of the load when all said and done uh, at the running back position. Why? Because he's the most talented. That's why. Uh, he would be the guy I would watch out for. Apparently, fantasy people love Kobe Fleener. Oh, well, Kobe Fleener, is, I mean, this is Sean Payton, so that's that would be another guy. Yes, he's going to get him touches. I mean, you saw with Jimmy Graham. He's certainly not Jimmy Graham-esque, but Fleener can run. He can catch the ball down the field in traffic. He's a good athlete. And, yes, there will be – Sean Payton will have a part of his play sheet that you see them holding up, you know, when he's calling in the plays and doing like this. He certainly has a Kobe Fleener section. You think so? Definitely, yes. I think the other thing that I look at is – People aren't paying attention to the Saints' offensive line, uh, they, they, you know, which has I been that, so right. developed over the last few years. Ramchick will be back. They are able to move Andrus Pete into guard. Teron Armstead is now practicing and should be back. Yep. Uh, remember, they traded Graham to get Max Unger at center. It's a nice unit to protect Drew Brees. Right. It should be good. The other guy, just to bring up there, I mean Brandon Coleman. Yes. Uh, He's there, so they can get him going. And then Teddy Ginn. We forgot about Teddy Ginn. I mean, Teddy Ginn is a part of the offense. He'll probably drop one or two passes, but he might catch like one or two for 90 yards. If there's one thing the Vikings have allowed in the preseason, it's deep bombs over the top. So we're both very bullish on New Orleans. All right. Um, I guess we're disagreeing on this one because Canvasser told me that we have two disagreements and we've only had one thus far. And that is the second Monday night football game, which is the Chargers. San Diego Super Chargers. Now we have to say it the other way. Los Los Angeles Super Super Chargers. Chargers were 14th in offense, 16th on defense. Broncos were 27th on offense, 4th on defense last year. The line, as we have it, is the Broncos favored by 3.5. This line started off as 4, but all of them, like 76% of the money right now is going on the Chargers. Um, I am going with the Chargers, and I am putting $50 on it with the points. Um, I think when I looked at the teams, I went through the rosters, and I just kind of looked at how they're going to match up. I think the Broncos' offensive line is going to be better than it was last year. I think people are sleeping on C.J. Anderson. I think he'll be good. Trevor Simeon is a good quarterback, Mm -hmm. and I like him a lot, and I like their talent at wide receiver. I do not know what the emotional loss of T.J. Ward in the first week is going to be. Sure. And I do think it's going to be an issue against the Chargers team that I think has looked like one of the best teams in the preseason, their yeah. first team unit. When they get out there, I'm pissed I didn't get Melvin Gordon in fantasy because <laughs> that's my guy. I know it is. But that team, 
they were pushing people at that offensive line, even with all their injuries. Everyone made light again the Chargers' injuries. They didn't lose the key people. The West is up for grabs, right? Would you agree West with that? Is like I up literally for grabs. think the Chargers could win the division. I think they could that, too. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not picking them, but I would say that. And then I look at the Chargers' defense, and I go, I don't think the Broncos are going to be able to move the ball a lot on this team. Mm-hmm. And I think Joey Bosa is going to have a national field day late night. And I, I just think that. Philip Rivers. I like Philip Rivers more than Trevor Simeon. I get you. There's, so I'm going Chargers. There's a lot of a lot of things there. Uh, it's a scary matchup. I'm only going ten dollars because it is at home in Denver. Um, so I picked I picked Denver. That's what that's right. You did. Okay. I don't think I meant to write that, but whatever. Regardless. Why? Wow, what did you have your well, score prediction? Because it's 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 I have them winning by three. Denver's winning by yeah, three. Yeah, but you did the same thing with Houston. So I must and have messed up. Maybe I don't even know what it is. It doesn't matter. It's ten dollars. I'm not really worried about it. I think the Broncos. So I think the Broncos are going to win the football game, twenty-three to twenty. That's the score I picked in general. Uh, this is canvasser's fault. He messed this up. But regardless, I think you make a lot of good points. Uh, and the big thing is, San Diego, this is where I look at it, just it scares me a little bit from just going all in on a San Diego. I just looked at some personal stuff, right? Mike McCoy is the offensive coordinator of the Denver Broncos. Uh, He's going to want to kick the shit out of his old team. Sorry for the bad language. Actually, I'm not sorry. Uh, Yeah, so uh, I I do think it will be a really close football game, but I just think because it's at home, and I think the defense still in Denver is special, uh, I'm going to go with them and go with a Von Miller sack fumble to close the game out late in, late in the fourth quarter. Uh, Eric Anderson chiming in saying, irregardless is not a word and you're a broadcaster. Before you retort, Eric, you're in that one is spelled Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. So you can't make fun of it regardless without the your. Hey, it won't be the first time I make up some stupid word, we but that's cool. Have, Keep calling me out, man. We that's used cool. to have post-it notes on the wall of phrases that Sims made <laughs> up. He used to say smoking mirrors instead of smoke and mirrors. And Watch just imagining a French mirrors. mirror going, Magic smoking mirrors. Stop looking at yourself in me. <laughs> uh, the other thing was, is Henry Clay Johnson the fifth wrote Chargers winning that division please elaborate the, sure. the Chiefs defense has looked weak thus far and Alex Smith is your and quarterback, Alex Smith is your quarterback. Right. the Raiders defense looks abysmal still right. and the injuries to Mel and Famu is not good and then the Denver Broncos they, their offense just hasn't been there it's just they're, they're a nine and seven ten maybe ten and six football team yeah. with a really good defense that just lost TJ Ward I think that's and the it. Chargers have talent at every level right we're not saying we're gonna pick the Chargers but I'm just saying it would I wouldn't shock I think it's totally up for grabs when I just talk about the Chargers real quick of course it's Philip Rivers he's got a lot of weapons around him right now I mean a lot I, I, whether Mike Williams plays or not that's why they didn't really need to draft Keenan Mike Williams. Allen Tyrell Keenan, Williams right Travis Henry, Benjamin Antonio Gates exactly Melvin Gordon uh, Brandon Oliver. Thank you. Yeah. So there you go. There, and the offensive line is better. And then the defense, that's one of the underrated duos of pass rushers in all of football and right Anthony now. Anthony Lynn gets the running game going. No doubt about their that. New head coach. That's what I like to see. And then, of course, yeah, their front seven is a little better than people realize. Boza and Ingram coming off the that edge. That was my other point. Yeah. I like Anthony Lynn more than I like Vance Joseph. Sure. And I also think if we're going to talk about the Falcons losing Kyle Shanahan and Washington losing Sean McVay, then we need to talk about Denver losing Wade Phillips. Sure. Because Wade Phillips took a very good Broncos defense to the no-fly zone. And I think that was a huge loss, part of the reason why I think the Rams will survive Aaron Donald this weekend. I, I would totally agree with that. 
one thing I'll just throw out. Vance Joseph, at least it won't be a huge drastic change to the defense. He did coach under Wade Phillips at one okay. point, but he's not as good as Wade. You, I would if you agree ain't that. Wade, you ain't Wade. Yeah, I get that. And, and I mean, and listen, I'm still amazed that Vance Joseph became the head coach of the, Do- That's uh, what I'm saying. the, the Broncos after having the 28th ranked defense in all of football. And, and the only other thing I wanted to say, uh, I totally forget, so it doesn't matter. Great, good uh, talk. Good so talk. those were our big picks, our big bets. We both went big on New England. We both went big on Pittsburgh over Cleveland. We both like the Jets to cover that 8.5 against Buffalo. We both like Seattle over Green Bay. We both like San Francisco over Carolina. Yes. We both like the Giants and the points against Dallas. And we both love New Orleans against Minnesota. So I was worried I was picking a lot of favorites last night. And I read this now and I go, man, we've got ourselves five or six really solid upsets that yes. we think can happen. Yeah. I, again, it's week one, so I don't, I'm not going to look at trends or anything like right. that. I'm just going to evaluate the teams on paper, what I've seen from preseason, and try to put it together. Maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, please come back next week and tell me how stupid oh, I that, am. That's the key. We call it self-scouting. Right. We are happy to talk about when we're wrong because we want to get better and realize things. One thing that Sims realized last year, man, Arizona can't seem to protect Carson Palmer in the preseason. Yeah. Eh, it's preseason. Right. First game, destroy. <laughs> Second game, destroy. We went... Look, those are tra- – same thing, Minnesota. That's what scares me. Getting right. beat a lot deep in the preseason. Right. Right. That could continue against the Saints. No so doubt. just things that we're looking at, trying to get better at. For I know a lot of you don't always pick your games against the spreads, and a lot of you guys pick games – maybe it's a survivor pool. That's why we have the incredible segment, Guaranteed to Lose. <laughs> Five teams that we believe are guaranteed to lose this week. Weekend. Sims, we're going to start it off with who? We can be all silly, right? This is yes, all guaranteed to lose. Oh, here we go. Believe Lynn, believe Lynn. Welcome back to Guaranteed Lose. Yeah, you're going to lose. You know why? Because I said so. And you're Cleveland, and it's Deshaun Kaiser versus Ben Roethlisberger. So that's why you're going to lose. Sorry, Cleveland. You're a better football team, but you're still going to lose week one. Next up on Guaranteed to Lose is who, Sims? Oh, hello, Kansas City. Wow. Hey. Hey, this is Justin. You're going into New England, and last time I checked, they are freaking good. You're going to lose. You know why? Because you got Alex Smith and they got Tom Brady. Oh, crap. You're screwed. You're going to lose, Kansas City. Bye-bye. The Patriots are dropping the banner that night. Yes. But who's dropping next on Guaranteed to oh, Lose? Oh, baby. It's an old regular. Do Ooh. the Bortles. Do the Bortles. Do the Bortles. That says Ravens. Oh, come on. You told me it was going to be in the order I sent you the email, you <laughs> dumb idiot. I mean, you're stupid. Holy cow. The Ravens. Ravens. Yes, you're going to lose, Ravens. You know why? Because I said so. That's why. Because I'm the lead NFL analyst for Bleacher Report. And I think you're going to lose. That's why. And Joe Flacco is just coming back. From a back problem. From a back injury. So I don't trust that. Cincinnati at home. They just whop up on the Ravens. Who do you have next, Sims? Uh, I kind of gave it away. Do the Bortles. Do, do the, the Bortles. Do the Bortles. Do the Bortles. Yeah. Jacksonville, welcome back to Guaranteed to Lose. I am the Oracle, and you are going to lose. Texans are awesome on defense. Going to be a low-scoring game. Going to be close, but I'm still taking the Texans. Yeah. Bortles always been against I got a shocker for you here. Really? Shocker. And the last and final team and guaranteed to lose is... Hello, Green Bay Packers in the shallow hallways of Lambeau Field. Russell Wilson, Sheldon Richardson, 
Michael Bennett, they're all coming. Green Bay, you gonna lose this weekend. Lefko said so. Sim said so. Lefko's mama says so. Sim's mama says so. You gonna lose. And these are your five teams guaranteed to lose in this order. Oh, look. The Jaguars are third on that one. Yeah, thanks. Browns are first. Don't never talk about it. On the <laughs> uh, John Hankey just said Chris is drunk. Browns, <laughs> Chiefs, Jaguars, Ravens, Packers. Let me tell you something. That could be three playoff teams right there. I know. Chiefs, this Ravens, is a tough and Packers. week to do it. You tell me. They five were very guaranteed. even. Yeah, because yes. you're not going to go. The Colts are guaranteed to lose and bet all your money on the Rams. I'm not going to bet on Jared Goff and go. Okay, so I'm going with Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson and that crowd. Yeah. So Cleveland definitely made sense. Philadelphia, Washington is too even at. Atlanta, Chicago is too even. Uh, Carolina, San Francisco, you're not making one of them. I you're couldn't not say guaranteed. You're not right. going to go New York or Dallas. Yeah. yeah. And then you, you didn't feel the logic? Chargers. Yeah, I didn't feel the Chargers is too too it's too close there. I don't know. Philip Rivers scares me against a Trevor Simeon. Man, Vincent, uh, Vinette Rastogi can't tell if Sims was actually mad or trolling. Uh, it's so funny. Oh no, I mean no. I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something to this guy when we get off air and let him know. Like he told me before, he goes, "Oh, it's the same order you sent in your email last night. It'll be easy." <laughs> That's a good uh, canvasser voice. <laughs> All right, so that is our pick show. We do it live every Thursday at one o'clock. It's going to be a podcast coming at you, Sims and Lefko podcast, so you can listen to it as you're going through and picking all of your games. We are betting $1,500 or $1,600 every week, and the buys change that, yep. so you, we can keep track on whether or not we know our shit, or if we don't, enjoy betting with us. We want to make you guys a lot of money. Sims and Lefko, those are our picks for Sims. Peace out, homies. I am Lefko. We'll hire at you guys next week. Enjoy the games this weekend. <laughs>